often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode number 29. It's actually take two. I did record one yesterday with uh, a couple of fellas, but uh, it, I don't want to get too involved. Uh, I ended up scrapping it because it, it was just a train wreck. And uh, I hope there's no hard feelings with uh, Joe and Bebo. But uh, anywho, I'm here with uh, <laughs> Bebo. Yeah, his, his real name's Brian, but I, I, somewhere he got the nickname Bebo. He's been on the show before. Um, All right. But they were on the one yesterday, and uh, yeah, we don't really need to go there. Um, I do have with me today, I have uh, a good old friend, my friend Ian, who uh, I, and your dog, uh, Misha, Big German Shepherd, is currently drinking water, and so that's where that audio comes from. It may sound a little bit different. We are brought, uh, recording in uh, Union, Missouri, and we are in Ian's house. There's a little bit of an echo, some reverb going on, but... Uh, and we, I should mention, we may have a phone call at any minute from the uh, Shelly Long. That's ben, ben goes by Shelly Long, if that might Shelley be slightly Long. confusing to you, Ian. But uh, I do actually have a phone set up because I got a brand new board, which I'm pretty excited about, a Behringer, which is what the type of brand I had before, which I've heard a lot of people on the internet do not like the Behringers. It's a bit of a cheaper thing. Where does Shelly Long come from? You, do you know who Shelly Long is? No. She's an actress. She's been in many movies. Like she's she uh she was in Cheers. That was her probably the biggest thing. Uh no, she's blonde. The blonde. She was she okay. was originally on Cheers. She she left. Yeah, the small skinny one. She came back. Yeah, and then uh she was in uh, Money Pit with Tom Hanks. You familiar? Okay. Gotcha. And now. uh yeah, Troop Beverly Hills. I mean, hmm. so did he have a crush on her or something? No, we just it's just a thing, dude. He's okay. Shelly Long. All right. So Shelley Long might be calling in. We uh, <laughs> we don't know. Hopefully it turns out well. I've got I don't have the cord I actually need to uh, hook my phone up properly. So uh, for in order for uh, the person calling to be able to hear me, so I actually have uh, a set of headphones sitting next to the phone. So if he calls, hopefully they'll be able to hear via the headphones. <laughs> so it's kind of uh, MacGyvered. I don't know if you want to call it that um man it still sounds like a little little weird little like we're in a can or something but uh so we'd have a mic up to the phone no 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 because no. i have the cord going this cord that's plugged into my uh headphone jack and my phone is going to the soundboard All and right. that will give us audio from that so you'll hear him fine sounds good but uh he may not be able to hear us that well so that's why the headphones are sitting in there and i got that's okay Got a little bit of, um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, we were talking about uh, going to Comic Con. We'll, well, I guess we'll start the show off with that. Now the um, <laughs> your dog is ripping something. That's just complete. That's not a. No, it's, a, it's yeah, a toy. It's a toy. It's a toy. Well, it's just slightly distracting. Uh, well, but uh, anyway, be interesting. <laughs> Comic Con. <laughs> this is your first time doing a podcast, you know? yes, so, sir. Yeah, so breaking your hymen tonight as yes. I open this water, and make a lot of noise. Uh, so Comic Con, you uh, you want to dress up and go to Comic Con? Absolutely, absolutely. I've never been. You've never been, right? Never. 
Never been. Um, man, still some reverb. Uh, anyway, I'm, I would like to go to Comic-Con, and we were, Ben and I were talking about getting possible press passes and everything. We can't do that as podcasters, but we can as bloggers. So if we were to, uh, which we don't really have any blog posts, but if we review a couple of movies on our website and then pr- <laughs> print up some business cards... I believe that's about all we need. But would they have to be legitimate business cards? Are you just going to do this on a piece of paper? Oh, they'll be legitimate business okay. cards. From what I understand, there's a lot of people that actually get into like Comic Con. Well, it sounds by... like a pretty legitimate job. Right. Your dog's pushing my mic. <laughs> Misha, knock it off. Uh, <laughs> um, a lot of people will just create a website and put up a couple of like movie reviews or something like that, and then uh, business print up some business cards. Because it's not really that hard to create your own website. You just need a couple of bucks. Well, I don't remember how much it is for initially for the uh, domain name. But you pay that like once a year, whatever the par- price is. And then uh, <clears throat> you uh, create these business cards. And have your couple of reviews. You have to have some kind of a sample of your reviews. And then have these business cards. You give that to you. And from what I understand, it's pretty easy to get a press pass. Now, I don't think everything's free when you do that, but it's a lot cheaper as opposed to paying uh, I, the one in Chicago, I believe the uh, fee for all four days is like a hundred something dollars. I don't really recall oh, wow. the prices, but uh, it's it's not real cheap. <laughs> yeah. The one in St. Louis, which uh, is starting, I think, March 25th, that one is only like $65 for the, the whole week pass. And we could just come back home. Yeah, and there's no... If we went to Chicago, we'd have to find room and board. But if you have a big group, like uh, we mentioned uh, on the last podcast of going to uh, some classic hotels, like Hotel Wacker. Well, see, Jessica was wanting to go to clubs up there. That Yeah, that's... Uh, okay. And I'm not really... Depending on what type of club she is, if it's a rave-type bar club, no. But if it's a jazz, musical, comedy, I could do something like that. I uh, recently noticed that uh, there's an improv comedy place up in St. Louis that I'd like to check out at some point. I can't remember the uh, name of it because I'm not really good at preparing for these things. And would you be <laughs> sticking with your We Come From Come? Oh, no, no, no. Not stand-up comedy. No, oh, I just wanted okay. to go there and like okay. watch some shows of improv. Improv is a little bit different. It's more like sketch comedy, but you know, live on a stage and sometimes they'll have people throw out suggestions to do improv like throw out a it's kind of like whose line is it anyway if you're you know that's kind of how improv comedy works on on a stage somewhat so as your childhood who was your favorite comic who's my favorite comic that's that's rough because there's what about hero then hero oh comic as in uh oh yeah we're on i was thinking we were just talking about comedy. I was like, different comic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, like uh, what I was thinking the other day, I had an epiphany, and I think comics might be the reason why I'm uh, so shallow. <laughs> shallow, and why is that? Because a lot of uh, the comics, I was big on X-Men, uh, and that was probably my biggest I got into. I was into Superman a lot for a while, and a comic called Deathlock, and... Uh, but X-Men was like a big one. That was like around the time I really started masturbating. And uh, all of the, you know, every woman that's in a comic book is like the perfect ideal, you know, of what a woman should look like as breast-wise. And they're not over-muscular and all of that good shit. 
But I used to jerk off to this is before you know I had access to the internet and to where I could just go on like tube eight or whatever and stream free porn. Hey man, I would have to say eighty to ninety percent <laughs> of all males have jerked off to cartoon. <laughs> Well, I mentioned before, I, the first time I, I remember masturbating was uh, watching a Dragon Warrior cartoon on a black and white television. Yes. And I just happened to get a heart on. I was like, hey, I started fucking my pillow. But, uh... <laughs> when I lived with my mom when I was around the age of 13, we would used to get the porno station in. But it would all be blurred oh, out. Would, so and you be... could catch certain scenes at certain times. Yeah. And I, I would stay in the back room to jack off to this. <laughs> but you would have to wait, like, almost five minutes at periods of time before you got a glimpse of the woman and then you'd have to picture that for like the next five minutes until you that get is to rough. see her again i do recall that because my grandparents owned a motel out near lake Pondicherry around the lake of the ozarks region and uh they had we would stay in the motel rooms and they had the cable and it was like that with the scrambled stuff but uh if i if i recall but yeah i know exactly what you're saying you didn't pay for it like you can still click over to that channel and it's all blurry but back to the subject who's your favorite superhero as uh far as superheroes Who'd you go, idolize when oh, you were man. a kid the most well it was ru- like uh i know it's a rough question it is a rough question very because it um, ranges so much yeah i mean i was really into comics and uh like, Superman was probably the first one I got really heavy into, and I got into it around the time of the death of Superman, when Doomsday came in. And, That's about uh, the time I got into some yeah, comics I had, well. the, I still have that book of uh, the collection I, of the Superman's death. The four that came out? Yeah, the four that came yes, out. There was uh, The Man of Steel. Yes. Um, hell, I don't even remember now who the other three were. One was, like, a younger version of Superman, and then uh, there was the... Uh, yeah, I don't remember their names, but there was like four of them, <laughs> and then it was like, "Who's the real Superman?" and all of that. It was a big deal, and then they it wasn't too long. How did it go? That. Wasn't like none of them were the real Superman? Didn't Superman like come back somewhere? He came back, but I I couldn't tell you. All I right. mean, this is years ago that uh, I got into that, and uh, see, I'm gonna be truthful. I I, I am a big comic. Fan, I love fantasy movies, but I don't go into too much death. I I know there's a uh, certain stereotype word for that. On the you know, they they do that a lot, and then they'll reboot the stuff by starting it over, or just like having some weird thing like it's a clone or or some shit. They just killed off Spider Man. If I if I uh, I don't know all the details on that. I just happened to see a thing on Yahoo or whatever. What to the one that recently just came out in the comic. Oh, okay. They did. Not in the... Well, that was a reboot. The movies are different. The movies reboot that shit all the time. But, I, like, I there's a lot of death saying. of things, and that usually is a big thing, and, you know, it gets people... I mean, it's all about getting people to buy their comics and that sort of thing. I remember after the death of Superman, it wasn't too long after that, that Bane in the Batman comic came along and killed fucking Batman. <laughs> well, actually, I don't think he actually killed him. I think he just, like, paralyzed him is what the deal was. Like, the, he broke his back. In which he kind of did, in The Dark Knight Rises, they kind of took that, because there's a scene where he puts Batman over his knee, like he did in the comic. I don't know, did you ever get into, much into actually reading, the like, Batman? I was never into the reading, I was more into the artwork of the subject. Oh, I do have, like, a favorite artist, uh, Jim Lee, I don't know if you're familiar with that, uh, with him, but, uh, he's been, he's done a lot of different comic books, like, uh, 
I I want to say he started in Marvel, but he might have been in, in DC or something. But he ended up he was drawn for Marvel DC, and then he helped start uh, Image Comics. And I ended up uh, I was big into Image Comics for a long time. There was uh, but I couldn't tell you the fucking names of these comics. I still have them somewhere. But X Men is definitely one that uh, that was the one I have the most comic books of, and I was big into that. And there was this uh, Age of Apocalypse series. The 90s, our generation had, in my opinion, the best X-Men cartoon and comic yeah, book yeah. strip. I was very disappointed was. in pretty much all the X-Men movies. The action figures from the 90s kick ass. They have to be some of the best action figures that I had in that period of time. <laughs> I never... I'm trying to think. I don't think I really ever had any action figures of X-Men. I might have... But, you had Ninja Turtles, though, right? Uh, I had Ninja Turtles. I had G.I. Joe. I had a shit ton of, uh, fuck ton. See, I of, had uh, G.I. Joe's when I was younger. Like, way yeah. young. Between, like, five and ten, probably. <laughs> We're not geeks at all, but... <laughs> the X-Men, though, like that, I mean, I was, I read... I still got pretty much... I think I have almost every uh, comic book that came out of the Age of Apocalypse. And what that was is, uh, this probably shows more of two, because, like, I'm... So into World War Two stuff, but it was kind of like a World War Two kind of a uh, like what if almost the Nazis had taken over basically because like the the whole thing with X Men is the mutants versus the humans, and in the Age of Apocalypse, uh, Charles Xavier's son goes back in time to try to kill Magneto, but accidentally kills Xavier, and then so the uh, mutants like take control of everything and you know put the humans in like death camps and shit. <laughs> All right, so what about this? If you had a choice whether to be like a Tony Stark, um, Batman, Robin Hood type superhero compared to the Superman to mutant type, which one would you want to be? Oh. Example like Watchmen. The only one that really had any superpowers was Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. I, I'm i going to go, I, well, I'd want to be some kind of a fucking mutant. Mutant? <laughs> I want some superpowers, like... I mean, Tony Stark really just relies on money and technology, and he's still a man, though. I mean, he can still get fucked up. Well, yeah. But that that's what I like about those characters. It's more reality, kind of like Watchmen, besides the whole <laughs> Dr. Manhattan <laughs> and all that shit. But it brings more of the aspect of how a superhero could really interact in the reality of the world. Yeah, but... You'd have to have a fuck ton of money to be able to do that and have these like technologies. There's that really people just out there to... that have that much money, though. They're not doing that, though. They, yeah, they'd know. rather see people die and so yes. they can get more money. <laughs> That's how the world works. I could have superheroes. <laughs> well, have you seen? Uh, I don't remember the guy's name. I and I don't. It was in Atlanta or something. I don't remember where he is. But there's well, a, a guy that got arrested for vigilante. Exactly. I was just up. about ready to bring that up. There are people that are actually out there and that do do I that. Just, I don't really read comics anymore or anything because that's just like. But too much usually they have a low into, budget but... of like around five hundred dollars, probably all together <laughs> in their getup. Yeah, and you just go around and just try to bust up like what some drug dealers and shit. It's just like. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> like, I, it's just silly, and it just seems like. And for you to uh, do that, it's like you really have to have like some kind of knowing of what's actually going on. You're just gonna what? Just walk around in your fucking shitty ass costume and try to break some fight up? Like, 
But if like, I had the skills and I like knew I could do it, I would do it. I wouldn't be like a super good like hero. I I would take their shit, but you would take. <laughs> so you're like a you're like a crooked cop over here, in a way. But uh, I'm not gonna sell it to like crackheads and stuff. I'll oh, just, well that yeah, that's nice. It'll be to like <laughs> to people that. Oh, I was gonna say you're gonna sell it to like third graders so they can get addicted on this no, shit. No, just to, the weekenders. As soon as they become a hardcore crack addict, like look, you're gonna have to find another dealer. Like, <laughs> well, you know, they're usually pimped out and but they're, they're bling and they got heads, money and shit on them. You gotta look at well. Now you're looking at a business sense of this, and I think if you're ruling out crackheads, then you're you need the repeat customer. If they're just doing it every once in a while or whatever, I, you just, want the person coming back and robbing their grandmother. I'm not talking about the individual people that come up to buy the crack. I, the dealers are the people I want to go to and bust because they have the money. Yeah, and you're talking about selling the crack. Is that what? It, is, well, I don't am know. I, am I getting that correctly? I I don't myself necessarily like crack, so it'd be better if it was like you know maybe a coke. <laughs> you want to do a true romance, or maybe, maybe like sell some, to a movie producer some marijuana that I, you know I could bust those guys. You want to try happy to, with you, the money and the drug itself, probably. You gotta be careful though. I mean, if you're doing small time dealers and they just got a little bit and then go sell that, like that seems more reasonable. But if you want to go do like a true romance style thing where you know you're gonna get like you know 500 grand worth of coke or whatever, I mean, they're gonna probably know who you are. But what if I just like. <laughs> oh. Okay. Somebody's going to uh, want to <laughs> find you to get that uh, coke or money back. <laughs> well, that's the whole point of being the superhero, though. Well, if you're the Tony Stark style, or unless you, you'd you still have to no, have... I'm like, talking Tony. like Watchmen style. Watchmen style? They all have disguises. You ain't going to okay. know who they are without their disguise on. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, but... Unless you post something up on Facebook or something <laughs> this like is... that. Or we or we talking more like a Kick Ass style? There was a good movie. That was I enjoyed a good movie. that. Even though I don't enjoy a lot of uh, Nicolas Cage movies these days, I like some of his you know, older at stuff. At first, I, I mean, did, really. but until you talked to me about him, I, I despise him now as well. <laughs> what What was it that uh, turned you on Nicolas Cage? Everything. The only thing I I mean I like those type of like journey movies. The only thing I can watch really is. National Treasure, and that's yeah. like the first one. I never really got in into those, but it seems like nowadays he's just uh, making movies so he can pay the IRS. So who isn't? <laughs> well, I mean... Whose voice do you hear all over? Samuel Jackson. Voice? Yeah? Well, that dude's been in uh, hundreds of movies. I can understand, like, it's cool when they... But, but he takes everything. Yeah. I'm sorry. There is working, but Nicolas Cage is like, it doesn't seem like... He used to do movies that were more to, like... Uh, more acting involved. I'm not saying that Samuel L. Jackson is bad anyway. Love his acting, but that's the problem with Nicolas Cage. He's just, he's like your Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Well, I, th- I just think now it just seems like he's not even trying at this point exactly. anymore. It's just like, all right, here's the paycheck. Like, I don't mind if you're in some bad movies and stuff. I understand you're an actor, you gotta work, and I mean, that's how you make your money. But Nicolas Cage, I can't tell you the last time I saw a movie, I'm like, oh, that's a really good movie. I mean, Kick-Ass was good, but it wasn't like he had to really do some real... I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not an actor. I can't really judge that much. But <laughs> if I was Nicolas Cage, I can understand. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll take that paycheck. <laughs> Just kind of go through the motions. My stomach's making noises. But uh, what else we get, got on the list here? We've got... Uh, <laughs> what, um, what's the second thing there you got? 
Oh, shitty cars. Shitty cars. Ben was uh, going to possibly get a car, and unfortunately it fell through. So the guy sold it to somebody else. I mean, Shelly Long, but... Uh, did you get anything out of the car that you had, that you had the headlights held together with twigs? Did I get anything out of it? No. Like, like money-wise. No, I gave it to the uh, junkyard for free. I didn't even give a shit. I was like, here you go, dude, take it. <laughs> I sh- could have probably gotten like 50 bucks or something out of it, but I bought it initially for like 100 maybe 200 bucks. And uh, How long did that last you? Oh, shit. I, I can't tell you, man. I had it for a long time. It took me forever to finally get around to like, making it legal to run. How into it, though? I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. A lot of the labor, though, I did myself and had my stepdad help me on it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, it was one of the funniest things was was the headlights. Like I remember when, when you drove it to Eureka with that. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Sweet ride. It was a uh, 87 Plymouth Horizon. And yeah. uh, that shitty, like... No, uh, I'm talking about your Escort. No, I didn't have... It wasn't an Escort. It was a Horizon. Oh, okay. Let's take it Okay. I mean, it's kind of the same, but it was a hatchback Horizon, which I think all the Horizons, or I mean, it looks it's the same thing as a Dodge Omni. Gotcha. But uh, it was it was a Horizon, and uh, when I got it, it was uh, somebody I'd worked with um, had sold it to me, and uh, it wasn't quite uh, good enough to uh, pass like uh, the safety admissions and all of that so i had to get some work done at first so it sat around for a long time before i finally got around to uh making it run now i can't understand that like now i'm like man if i don't have the car that's fucked up but uh i didn't realize and i had already gotten it to pass the uh emissions and all of that and uh i drove it for the first time out of town and i was on the interstate and it was dark this is the first time i had to use the the uh headlights and I turn on the headlights, and uh, I blind the person. I'm passing somebody on the right, and I blind them because my headlight is shooting <laughs> off to the right. And it's like, and I was like, oh shit, I better stop trying to pass people because this could uh, get me in some shit. But I, it had to look funny for like people on the other side of the road to see this like headlight pointing off to the right. But uh, come to find out, it was like the they had the placement screws inside the headlight and uh, these really long screws. That uh, I actually had to order too. They were like five bucks, at least five dollars a piece, and there were several of them missing. I have no fucking idea why these screws would be missing unless they just—I don't know. Somebody like maybe took them off to use on something else. I have no idea why they would not be in there. But uh, initially, I just got the idea I was going to uh, put something in there just to hold it in. So I just broke some branches off and stuck the twigs inside there to hold the. Uh, lights in place while I had to wait for the uh, screws to come in and then I go to put them in and uh, I dropped one of the screws inside the car to where I couldn't get to it and then uh, I said fuck it and I put the twigs back in so the entire time I had the car I had sticks holding on my (laughs) headlights so that was that was one thing and then I guess since I'm on the topic I had a battery go bad at one point and uh, I replaced the battery and I worked, uh, we worked uh, at the same place. We worked at Magnet. Uh, oh, oh, I said where I worked. That's the first time I mentioned that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to say anything bad about the place. So. Anyway, uh, we were working nights, uh, second shift. And so going to get stuff like, uh, like I got the battery, but I was supposed to return the battery. I never returned the battery. I just forgot about it and left it in the trunk. And it ate through the back seat. 
like the battery acid did. <laughs> so I had that going on, and I had twigs in there, and that was that was a great car. I had that for a while. It was probably was it a couple of years? I don't know. I think I've known you with it for about at least a year. It it had to be at least well, but I had it before I, I knew you, and yeah. then. Uh, but I, oh, there was a good long time where it just wasn't running, and I, well, it was running, but I didn't have it good enough to uh, pass missions and all of that stuff. What was your uh, first car? I actually never drove my first car. You didn't drive your first car? No. What was it? It was a Ford Escort. Ah, stick killer. <laughs> Sweet ride. I Why didn't you drive it? I refused to drive a stick at the time. Well, I thought you were going to say I refused to drive a Ford Escort. <laughs> no. <laughs> what year? Oh, shit. Let's see, we graduated. Early 90s? No, like 80s. It had rust, major rust all over the place. It, it was like a 250. It was a good first car. Yes, definitely. The classic. It was like the Adam Sandler song, uh, exactly. Piece of Shit Car. <laughs> no, I, I... My dad bought it. I tried driving it down the street halfway and gave up. <laughs> well, you can drive a stick now, right? Yes. That's what I thought. I actually learned how to do that in the Porsche. Oh, well, a little bit of a step up. Yes. Did you know that uh, the first VW Bug was actually used with Porsche parts to make it? That uh, That's where that came from. There was actually, I mean, you can kind of see that some of it looks like, somewhat like a Porsche, but uh, uh, the people from Porsche made, like, VWs. And did you learn that while studying stuff from the World War Two era? <laughs> well, I used to watch the fucking History Channel all the fucking time. That's uh, why I fucking learned that. I wasn't going to bring uh, up uh, any of the other things. You were... <laughs> <laughs> and, well, Hitler was also behind VW, yes. so uh, yes. there, there was that. And I know you used to call me Hitler, Josh, because I used to talk about World War Two shit all the time. Hey, World War Two is awesome. It is good. And I love movies where Nazis die. Yes. So I guess I'm not too Nazis much of a Nazi. Nazis dying is great. That is good. St- and Especially I love, zombie Nazis. Yeah, Nazi zombies, that's the fucking shit. Like uh, Dead Snow, classic stuff. But you had, uh, what was the car you had after the Escort? You had a... Camry. A Camry? I had a 92 Camry. That just sounds sweet. It was sweet. <laughs> it was a very nice ride. How'd that hold up for you? Fucking excellent! You the you can take that thing off road. <laughs> you can well, you <laughs> technically take any car off road. <laughs> but you you no, it, it went off road. It was an amazing car. Yeah, was I, that uh, a automatic? Or? Yes, I, I went where coming home to my mother's house in Eureka, at the Ellington exit. I actually drew it off and uh, flew about probably a good fifty feet in the air. Oh, <laughs> and it survived the landing. Yes, it survived the landing. You didn't blow I, any I, struts or anything out? I, I I messed it up bad and didn't know it and <laughs> realize it. And it was a miracle I still was driving after that. Yeah? But, yes, that was a quite... Did it ever uh, break down on you? Yes. Yeah? Yes. We were, uh, a group of us was going up to Del Mar to the loop. Oh, yes, U-City. Yes, and it broke down between... Pacific and Eureka. Dude, I broke dude. down in the same place. Was it near the uh, Jesus uh, billboard? <laughs> it was right. There's like the, uh, you know how they have all those hills right there. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Eureka and Pacific. But it was like 
the second or third hill as you passed Pacific around the side. Mine broke down. The horizon broke down. I was with Mateo Trebejo. Mateo? <laughs> Matt. Matt. Okay. <laughs> but no, I, I, the reason why is uh, I didn't put any oil in it. Uh, I blew uh, my engine. I had a fuel pump go out. And uh, it would have kept going to where we were going. I think we were going to Crestwood Mall back when, you know, there was still stuff at the Crestwood arcades. Mall. Yeah, we were going to go to the arcade. I don't know if we were going to go see a movie. I don't remember what the agenda was, but I know that was our initial destination. And this is before I ever had a cell phone. I didn't have a fucking cell phone until I was like 25. So we, I, I think it was even before Matt had a, a cell phone. I'm like 18, 19. The and, flip uh, phones. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even have... Neither of us had a fucking phone. Or no, I guess maybe he did, because we somehow... Oh, no, 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 neither of us did. Now I now I'm, it's coming back to me. I got My first one was Singular back in the day. Yeah? I didn't... I still had AT&T. I still go through AT&T. But uh, whenever this particular instance goes on, like, uh, there's a bunch of construction right, uh, at, right in Pacific, and... Uh, we didn't get very far. Like I, we might have still technically been in Pacific on 44, and uh, so I had to stop. And that's when the fuel pump just went out because there was no more gas going through it. And then uh, the car wouldn't go, so <laughs> we pulled over to the side. And for a while, we actually tried to push it, and we'd take turns. The car was very light. It's a fucking Plymouth Horizon, very light vehicle. Like uh, Matt would push for a little while while I steered. On forty four. On forty four. We're on the side of the road. We're on the shoulder. Still, that. <laughs> How long ago? Shit, we're eighteen, nineteen. So this is a long time ago. Before this is high school. No, we're out of high school at this point. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. But uh, so we're pushing this car. Was this before all the work was done, rather? Yeah, yeah, this is before awesome. a lot of that construction went on. So, and it was a nice size shoulder. We had room where it's not like we were going to get hit. But uh, we went for a while, and we almost we got to the, like, the big hill, and, and uh, finally somebody like pulled over. But actually, it was fun going down the, the, going down the hills. was real easy, because we'd push it. If we were above the hill, like, we'd just jump on the back whenever we started going downhill. <laughs> we'd just like, take turns. What would stop? We pushed it a good while. It was a light car. It was really easy to push. It was cu- it was kind of funny. Like nowadays, I can't imagine that. Like not having a cell phone and a car breaking down. Finally, somebody pulled over, and then uh, luckily Matt knew somebody that was nearby, and uh, the guy took Matt to his friend's house while I just sat in the car. And then his buddy came and picked us up. And then uh, the fun, po- another fun part, like uh, my stepdad came and helped me uh, tow it, and we didn't have uh, like a a tow chain. We ended up using just a rope. <laughs> it's a light car. Yeah, it's got a nice sized truck. Um, the problem with the rope, though, like uh, we're uh, for the, uh, the good part of the way, you know, we're on the interstate, but we're just on the shoulder, like towing this thing. And uh, yeah, you know, we could have gotten some trouble for this, but uh, <laughs> we when we got to some side roads and stuff, we took a lot of, I think. Yeah, we were on some side roads for a while, like in Pacific, and uh, we there was a one instance at least where there was a stop sign on a hill, and there was traffic behind me. I'm freaking out. Like I got, we're just holding this rope. I can't let off the brake until he's you know got some tension on there. Otherwise, I'm gonna fall back. You know, run into the car behind me. 
I got my hazards on, but they're still not giving me any room. <laughs> and we had a few instances where I didn't let off the brake soon enough and the rope would snap. <laughs> and he had to retie the rope on. <laughs> and that was that was fun. I was terrified, man. I was like freaking out because like there's all this traffic behind me and I'm like, oh fuck, man, oh fuck, I'm gonna hit these cars and stuff and yeah, classic times. And I, I think that I might have had one other instance where we did that, and it was actually when I got the Plymouth Breeze, but it wasn't very far where we, we towed it, and I didn't have as much problems with that. <laughs> I've caused a uh, five-car pileup really? before on Highway A. What were you doing? It was uh, wintertime. It was when uh, the roads froze over. Oh, yeah? It's going around the second dead man's curve, and it's got a slant. I lost track big, and, and big slid off. There. Next person behind me put on their brakes. They slid off. And so on and so on and so on. Luckily, the lady behind me worked for the police yeah. office. So the tow trucks got out there right away. Oh, oh, blues tied it up. <laughs> Anywho, tow trucks got there. We had nearly three to four different accidents almost occur while trying to pull my car out of the ditch first. <laughs> They had to run the line across the street to my car while other on traffic was coming and nobody would get the point to stop when there's flashing lights all over yeah. the place. Yeah, that's 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 good. I'm sure you feel very proud about that, causing it, an accident. It, I didn't really cause an accident. There was no accident. Yeah, well, so they're all fine. They just went off the road. Yeah. It's not my fault that their fucking car went off the road after mine. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I just thought about it. Maybe I should just call some random person in my phone. I don't know how well it'll pick up. Maybe I'll call Todd. <laughs> I don't know if it'll pick up though. Just for shits and giggles, we'll call somebody. It may not even work too well, so this could go really bad. Or maybe I should just t- dial a random number. <laughs> it's really good audio. So, uh,. Oh, uh, I guess the next thing we uh, had talking about there was the day we shot guns after a, a long night of drinking. Yes. That was, uh, yeah, I guess we were at uh, Mark You were really the, night the one before. that had the hangover, though. Oh, yeah, I had a bad fucking hangover. I, I felt kind of great, but you did. <laughs> but we had told your grandfather that we were going to go shooting, like, Which we should have just day. avoided that day. Actually, when we start. when we got there, I felt fine by the time we got there because I like forced the shit out of me. I didn't feel yeah. fine with my grandfather getting a uh, yeah. oh, circle shit. and ditching. Oh, Uh-oh. feedback. You know, maybe I'm just gonna have to. Oh, it's the. Oh, maybe it... shit. Maybe what's they. Up, are... Hey, what's up? You're on the podcast. <laughs> I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Just, I got you on. Great. Yeah. Hello, beautiful. <laughs> what are you up to? This is Todd. Uh, just, just about ready to sit down to a big slice of uh, ice cream cake. Yeah, Ooh. sounds lovely. Can you can you hear uh, Ian when he talk Ian? Hello, Todd. Can you hear that? Very deep voice. Very deep voice. Let me hear your woman voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a woman voice. <laughs> I can give you a sexy Hello. talk and a man voice. I would like to hear your Monty Python voice. Monty Python? Like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you no more. I, I guess yeah. that's kind of. Well, 
Got the, there you the, go. But you could hear Ian. That's fine. We, this is our first phone call we've had on the podcast. This is a uh, we're breaking new ground here, breaking some hymens. Nice. <laughs> hymens, my balls. So you're you were having ice cream? Did I? Uh, I was there something about a cake or something? Yeah, it's a birthday cake. Oh, oh yeah. What kind of uh, cake? This is like a Dairy Queen cake, or uh... yeah, Dairy Queen. Instead of writing "Happy Birthday, Todd" on it, they just wrote "Todd" with an excla- with an exclamation point at the end. So when I got it, it was like "Todd." <laughs> there was an exclamation point. That's nice. Yeah. So they really meant it. So wait, you, you yep. turned thirty-two already. Yeah, yeah, wow. he turned 32. Way to do the math there, buddy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, 32. It was uh, February 6th. Ah, so you didn't end up actually later. giving your birthday oh, yeah. out to some uh, 20-year-old who some desperately need of a birthday? I couldn't find a receiver. I guess wrong blood type. Oh, oh that matters? I didn't know. <laughs> we want it to be compatible. You don't want the birthday to get rejected. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That uh, I don't know how that would work. But who all is there? It's just Ian and I. We actually recorded a podcast yesterday. I was with Matt and uh, Bebo and this guy Joe, but it it, it turned out really Bebo. bad. So I ended up uh, scrapping it, and we're uh, actually doing one tonight. So <laughs> a lot of silent moments or something. No, let's just say somebody was really drunk before we started, and it it didn't go well. <laughs> Yeah, you know, dealing with really drunk people can be an issue. It can be slightly an issue. We were talking about a Comic Con uh, earlier, and possibly uh, we we're thinking about going to Comic Con. I do have a, a question for Todd on one of our topics. Yeah, what is this question? What was your thought to the first time making a queef while having sex or fingering a oh, girl? Oh, I forgot about that. Well, I get you're uh, saying like causing a queef by fucking her. Yeah, basically. Yes. What what was your first expression? I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, what was it? You've uh, caused a girl to queef by fucking her or finger her, fingering her. Is there any instance of that? Um. Yeah. Yeah. The first one. But, how'd, you, uh, exactly. how'd you react to it? Did you, you just can't laugh? forget that one. What was your thoughts on that? Uh, it's like a, I don't know, it's a proud moment. <laughs> it's a proud moment. I laughed the first time I did that. I was just like, <laughs> I think she got a little embarrassed, though, by uh, me laughing at her queef. <laughs> I stopped for a moment, looked at her, and then continued to do it. <laughs> I think I might have stopped. I don't remember. Good to be it true. was just like, this is funny. <laughs> have you ever farted while fucking? Yes. <laughs> Which style? Did Do- that kill it? Did you have to uh, stop? No, no. It was still. It was. It was at a time on the last podcast I was on at the hotel. At the hotel? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did talk about that. Yeah. Uh, was it like what style? Were it? Was it doggy style? Because I've had an instance where I farted while we were having doggy style. <laughs> and, and I tried. You know, we were at one end of the bed, so I, I tried to move her to the opposite end of the bed to get away from the stench. Oh, so it smelled that bad? I smelled it at the time. Yeah. So I knew she had. I mean, I guess she was being a trooper about it. <laughs> did you? Did you? Could you smell it, uh, Todd? Whenever you farted, was it like really bad? 
There was a whole slew of aromas in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like the sex aroma mixed with mixed with kind of a shit aroma. That's got to be pleasant. <laughs> I uh, I had an instance where I had. I was like, I just wanted to finish this, the fucking part, because, like, I felt like I was going to shit, and she really wanted to go at it, because, uh, and I didn't want to, you know, hurt her feelings, and I didn't want to go, you know what, I really got to go shit. So I was, like, trying to get through it, the sex, because <laughs> I really had to shit. And it's not like, you know, afterwards I'm going to be like, okay, now I'm ready to fuck, I just shit. Like, I don't think she would have been down for that. <laughs> Josh, by your story, you're kind of turning me on, so I need to go take. Kind of turn you on. You 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 want some yeah. hot Carl action? Yeah, so I gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. Well, that's yeah. understandable. If you gotta go, I mean, we could we don't have that much longer to go anyway. I mean, if any time you need to hang up so you can take care of uh, shitting and jerking off or, or fucking, then uh, feel free. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks. <laughs> you really going? Yeah. All right, dude. <laughs> Thanks for being on. <laughs> no problem. All right, peace Bye. out. All right, so that was uh, that was Todd. I, I, he probably knowing him, he probably is about to do some fucking. And I think that actually, maybe I don't need that other cord. I think he could hear both of us, but I don't know hundred percent. So that is interesting. So, uh, like, because I did think I needed a special board, but. uh so yeah, queefing while sex, that always is entertaining. It doesn't really turn me on, but I, I can continue it fucking. Does now. But, uh, it does now? It does now. <laughs> it's, queefs are like so funny. Like to me, it's just like, it's just a, such a funny sound. It, I just love the word but queef. But when you're having, when, I guess the p- correct word would be actually, I mean like when you're fucking. Yeah, the pen, you know, intercourse. Fucking, you know. Like cock and, and pussy yes. or ass. Well, but I guess it had to be when, in the pussy to really get Once you get queef. past that stage, it's just, it's magical. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it brings a smile to my face, just thinking of the noise. Queef! <laughs> That's why I also like to do it from doggy style, because then you get the... Yeah, and... With the queef sound. It really gets the air in that pussy. That's and how you get the queef going on. It, you just get into it. <laughs> it. It becomes like a rhythm, almost. I've never had it, like repetitive queefs. I have, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like how like, many in succession? Like the whole time? Like you're fucking? Like queef, 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 queef? Or like what did we? Rhythmic slapping? Not through the duration of the sex, but for like a short period of time. A yes, short period it was. Of time, uh, it was just. But it, it was it was fucking. It was just going <laughs> at it pretty much. You've had it while fingering too, though. Yes. And I don't think I've ever had it while fingering. That is new ground to me. I had a girlfriend that had the biggest vagina <laughs> that was, I have ever seen. Was it like throwing a hot dog down a hallway? Is that what we're talking about? Is like really bottle a bottle? Maybe wolf a ball bat. I mean it. It would take that to like fill it. It was big, dude. It was big. It was big. Did it feel weird sticking it in? Yeah, like there it, was a lot too much room. Too much room. Did exactly. you have to go asshole to really feel pleasure for yourself? Or she like, wouldn't let me. She wouldn't let you? No. Well, what a shame. I mean, she's got a big... It took a really long time, actually. Did you try to get her into Kegels? Or, but uh... see, she come really easy. And yeah. it made me Squirter? feel really good because... Yes. Oh. I, I don't know. <laughs> there wasn't... There it, it was intercourse where it happened, so I yeah. couldn't tell you... And oh, the you, other time, you never got her off by like fu- uh, fingering her, or, like eating her out. 
No, I've got her once off by just feeling around, and then once while during sex. Feeling around, so like inner pussy, like you got her. No, I got her off on the outside of her pussy. Oh, like clit action. Yeah, feeling that, like rubbing that, rubbing it. Yeah, clit action. That is good stuff. That's how a lot of girls get off. It's nice while you're fucking the girl too. You just put your finger, your thumb down there, and start rubbing that. If you ever notice when a girl, if she's ever on top and she's just basically sitting there. Kind yeah, of like yeah. Digging into they just it. they get. That's why scissor that reaction feels doing so good. Their, to them. The she's doing is her thing. Stimulation. Is, that's yeah. her thing. That's well. It's also nice if while you're fucking her to put your hand down there with the thumb and, and rub the. Clip. I can't stand it because like, you know, you, the area. It's like especially when they just want to grind. <laughs> yeah, because it's <laughs> and not you're doing both a little you. prickly. Oh yeah, that shit just that is, it just hurts. That is good. It's no good either if you're going down at a girl and it's it's been shaved. But it is a little prickly down there, and you're just that's rubbing up against your face. Which I imagine it's got to be the same way if I even shaved my face. That's probably not too enjoyable for them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, I, I, I can deal with actually uh, a little bit of hair. You, you just got to go down there, and yeah. you got to work with well, your fingers. I mean, if it's like above it, like there's something above it. But I mean, well, if yeah. like around, I'm talking like, like too close to where my mouth is going to rub everything? around it. No, like yeah, fuck no. Getting like dental floss out when seventies bush that no. is disgusting. Which I uh, when I got my my last apartment, one of the things that was left behind, they left me a few gifts. For some reason, there was a letter P, the massive letter P. I don't know if you remember this. You're gonna tell me you never whacked off to seventies bush. Well, I did in the okay. 80s. I mean, there was 80s, but, but that was because I didn't have any porn. I remember finding shit disgusting because there was Biker like, magazines? I didn't really ever have any biker magazines, but I, I remember there being like... I had biker magazines. The women's bushes were like just... It was insane. It was like a regular bush you'd see out in the fuck... <laughs> out in your yard. But, uh... Which has always been a, a bit of a turnoff for me. But, I mean, uh, that was all that... Like, the Playboys and shit that we had, like, when we were... Younger, that's like all you could find. It was like a lot of bush, but usually, even then, I liked it, you know, at least fucking trimmed. But, uh, yeah, that anyway, in, in this apartment, they had left me a few things. One, for some strange reason, was this massive letter P, like something you'd bring to a football game to like hold up, like defense kind of sign. And, uh, I ended up uh, putting that next to my toilet because I figured if I'm gonna have a big letter P, it should be by the toilet so they know where, where to go, although it was on the wall across from it, so. Maybe that gives the wrong impression, but nobody pissed on my wall that I know of. <laughs> on top of that, the other gift was a erotic massage book, which I have kept. I still have this book, and uh, in that book, it was made sometime in the like early '80s, maybe late '70s. And every single woman in that book has got a mound of, that just you know goes up to their belly button, <laughs> just a tuft of fucking hair beyond tuft. It's like a horse's mane, and just like it. It was kind of funny to see this magazine. <laughs> I did forget, though. I did fart in the shower with my girlfriend before. Fart in the shower? Yes. And I, I, and it was loud? Oh. Smelled bad? Dude, anytime you fart... You, you fart in the shower, don't you? you uh, I imagine I have. Dude, I, okay, I just really... try to recall the last time you fart in the shower. How fast recall. did that hit you? I don't know, man. I can't really think of an instance where I farted in the shower. That's it, not something next that, time uh, you fart in the shower, think how fast that shit gets out of your ass. Well, yeah, there's up nothing. There's exactly. nothing. You don't have any guards. You don't have your boxers. Yeah, so just your about any fart pants. in the shower is gonna hit somebody. And it was ripples because at the time I was I was sitting down. I just got done <laughs> eating her out in the shower. Yeah. 
And it, it, we were, I was just done. I was just kind of relaxing, sitting there, enjoying the, the nice steam hot water. And uh, I, I, I made ripples. <laughs> and the water coming down, you can... It was like a three, you know, like a, it was like three or four consistent ones at a time, and they wow. were they were you deep. know shit particles come out every time you fart. They were Even, there's deep. not that much, but they were deep sounds. Deep. So you had bass to your your farts. Yes, but there was no she, she had no her almost head shitting yourself. No, she did stick her head out the side of the curtain. For wow, was she long. not happy about that? No, we still fucked. <sighs> well, that's good. Yes. At least you're still in the shower yes. or out. Shower sex by far has been my fun. That is good it's stuff. Been awesome, but that I know the stuff. women do not like it. Really? Yes, because you know how they. I mean, unless you're you're picking her up, she's got to stand on her tippy toes. The most girls in the shower have to stand on their tippy toes to fuck. Well, yeah, but you can just or you can just bend them over or yeah. I mean, there's plenty of ways to do it. I mean, it's not that. It can be very awkward though, but I don't know. Maybe I liked it just because it was awkward well, you for can... her too. There's ways around it. I I've had shower sex. It is it is good stuff. Seats are very nice. <laughs> I like too just getting a bath. Oh, fucking doesn't work too well because water's not a good lubricant for sex. But just no. like fingering a girl like in a bath is just great. And it probably I've met. I don't know. I'm not a girl, but I imagine that'd feel kind of interesting. The last person I saw, she was the best hand job I've had. Yeah, you know how your first hand jobs would she first... spit all over it? Like give me. No, she wouldn't here. do that. She's just gentle and light. You know, she knew yeah. how to touch it. Because you already call She like, used some kind of lube, though, right? My, like, no. No was, lube? I don't like dry hand jobs. It wasn't. The it was the better. A, uh, it wasn't. Uh, it was a soft. It was like. It wasn't like directly on the skin. Yeah. I made sure to wear silk boxers that day. Oh, so she jerked you off through the boxers? Yes. HJ? Followed up by. Okay, that would probably Followed up better. by a blowjob, but. She didn't do that through the boxers, did she? No, like but she them. also <laughs> did do the hand thing too. But I was quite impressed because that I, my first. Well, she got it wet with her mouth, though. No, not even before that. My first, I, I'm gonna have to say, like, well, when the, the majority of all guys, their first hand jobs were probably one of the best experiences, but worst experiences <laughs> because the women did not know how to handle a cock back then. Uh, You're just excited. Are we out of time? No, no, no. We're not out of time. We can keep going however long we want to go. But I was going to say, Todd had a friend that uh, his first blowjob, well, I don't know if it was his first blowjob, but he had this girlfriend. This is like high school days. So, you know, he's pretty young at the time, like 16, 17, whatever. And uh, they went out to uh, go get, which reminds me of another story. I don't think we told that when Todd was on the last podcast. But anyway. His friend Darren um, is with this girl, and uh, they go out to the woods. She's like, I'm going to give you a blowjob. And he's like, yeah, you know, like fucking A. And he blows his cock. Yeah, she literally <laughs> zips down his pants. And <laughs> and he's like, you know, like, what the fuck? She's like, I'm giving you a blowjob. You know, that is not an uncommon nope. story. If you yeah the mic stands falling out if you line up the top part with the where the legs are like it'll form it out better and just because like the weight yeah, proportion yeah oh. it's a little tricky the dog in the way yeah the we dog. have dog interference but uh, my foot's on it so you recently uh, were kind of seeing somebody that would you 
you think might have been abducted by aliens? Is this uh... that's what she told me at first? With a serious, <laughs> we, we don't need to give her, her a name, but no, uh, we do not. But, but you, yes. initially you didn't believe this, but you had an instance where you think that I did you have might literally have been abducted made by aliens. Me double think about it. We were like a Roswell shit, yeah, or a uh, fire in the sky. It was we we were having. I was it was doggy style, and why I was having fuck doggy her in style. the ass. No, she didn't like him. But. I love. Okay, so you're fucking her in the pussy from behind. <laughs> Is she queefing? Yes. Oh, yes. But, you know, I'm starting to, to, you know, rub, get onto the ass, you know, get into it, you know, grab that shit and pull it in. Oh, yeah. But, and then I'm get noticing, I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, checking the ass out. And I see it down the crack. And there's like this red type scar line going down <laughs> her butt crack. And I don't know why, but as soon as she told me she said that she was abducted by aliens, I automatically thought about that, which kind of made me not want to have butts or doggy style. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> why? Because you're afraid some kind of implant's going to get into you, like what? Well, is it, the, or you're afraid you're going to hurt her? It didn't. I don't know. It's not that I wouldn't. You think keep the aliens might be controlling her? her? It's. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> My dad was uh, very much in believed in aliens, and uh, he claimed uh, that his, I guess it was his grandfather, uh, who was way dead before, by the time I was born, uh, worked for the CIA, From according to him. My dad was crazy, though. I don't know what to believe and what not to believe, but he said that he had actually seen pictures of a live alien from his grandfather, but I don't know if that shit's true or not, but... I I would. How old was he when you saw the picture? I I don't know, but he would tell me he would tell me all sorts of crazy shit. And he said he would actually seen aliens. We'd watch X Files all the time, which I still like X Files. I think it really fell to shit like the last couple seasons. They probably should have wrapped it up a lot sooner. Yes. Like and they you know especially not having David Duchovny, not having Fox Mulder in the like last two seasons or whatever. Like how can you have the X Files without Mulder? I mean he's the fucking X Files. It really went downhill from there. But uh, yeah, he he would raise me. I was raised on all kinds of conspiracy theories and aliens. But I I don't know. I imagine there's probably life out there somewhere else. I don't know if I'd believe that we were ever visited. <laughs> well, it just took me by surprise because if I was an alien and I wanted to hide a scar in somebody, that would be a damn good pretty good place. And that's a weird place if you're gonna have some kind of surgery or whatever. That is a weird place to have I mean, some and, kind of thing. Unless you know, she, the aliens could think about it too. You know, well, well, she is getting having sex that way. I mean, that is—is weird... is the guy gonna really bring that subject up to her? Yeah, no, probably not. I didn't. Yeah, I mean that's that's some way to really upset somebody. I know a lot of women, yes. like uh, touchy, will get very. What do you mean? You don't find me attractive, and it's it's a nightmare. You next thing you know, your dick's in a jar, because she cut it off and threw it out in the yard. But uh, <laughs> that's why we have masturbation. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a weird place to have a scar, though, and, and you know, I guess you could have some kind of an accident. Maybe that would have some kind of a, a scar, but that's very strange. I mean, we, I, we know I don't somebody know that was hit by a was boat. was a scar, yeah. but it had the look of a, of a like... Like, there was some kind of surgery there. Yeah. It was, like, very straight. It was, yes. like, it was a straight like line. It was, looked like straight. it was made with a, a scalpel or, or, or something a of that nature. Laser. 
We're a talking laser. about aliens. We are here. talking about aliens. They could use lasers. Lasers. But uh, <laughs> let's hope they use lasers. If they're coming here on some magical ship that defies all, you know, rules of uh, nature and all that, I would hope that they'd have some lasers instead of some crude knives. They would have to have lasers. But maybe they enjoy using knives. You know, maybe there's a sad- sadist kind of thing going on there. They like pain. Maybe lasers. Of course, lasers probably would hurt. I don't know. <laughs> it could be like the Vikings. The Vikings? Yes. Like, what do you mean, the Vikings? I mean, they could be like Viking aliens. Yeah. Warriors on a spaceship. Just going, they could? With fucking battle knives. <laughs> I, I doubt that, though, because we probably, if they were like Vikings, they'd just come in pillages. But still, there's been so many sci-fi movies with... Swords. Yeah, Fire in the Sky, I think, is my favorite like alien abduction movie, and that movie's classic. Yes, that was like when my dad loved that movie. Of course, I saw he used to watch movies like over and over and over again on fucking repeat. That was one of them, and he'd also watch Stargate. I've seen that movie probably seventy five thousand times, and it was it was back in the VHS days where you had to rewind the shit after you were done. <laughs> what did you think about Contact? Contact? Oh, that was a lousy fucking movie. You don't even get to see the aliens in the end. Exactly. It's her fucking dad. It was like the (laughs) hugest build-up movie that there could possibly be. Fucking blue balls, man. Exactly. It was like this whole entire time you have this hope of seeing something really cool and you're like, this is fucking... I I remember there being on South Park, Mr. Garrison uh, making some kind of joke about it. It's her fucking dad. (laughs) They're being very upset about that. (laughs) But, uh, I guess we don't really have any other topics, but yeah, Aliens, uh, used to watch fucking Independence Day was another one I saw way too many times. I still like that movie. I I got burnt out on it, man. Really? After the 6,000th time of seeing, uh, the, it was just War of the Worlds, just redone, basically. See, I, I, I'm gonna admit something. I can get somewhat emotional during movies yeah i, I like, don't really like, yes what did independence day make you cry yeah i got teared up actually that? on like the uh president's speech when he's really on like certain i don't know why it is but just like corny shit like that yeah I get teared up i've teared up i'll admit i've teared up in some movies that you know i feel silly about there was a uh, big for uh, like I, I don't know if i tear up now from watching it but when i was a kid you know it came out what late 80s like when I first saw that, yeah, I teared up. I cried for big when he, you know, he becomes old again, then the, or uh, young again rather, and then you know it's like, oh, and then I'm thinking she's gonna be so ugly and old whenever. He's the last old one enough. I teared up to was the uh, Pixar Up. I haven't seen that one. What happens that makes you tear up? Is there? Like it's a, a very depressing movie, man. It's yeah. about an old guy that is like dying <laughs> and this kid helps him go to this like secluded place with a house that's gets there by balloons so so he can like live in peace and die pretty it's much. like a older version of it's like an old man version of radio flyer have you seen that movie that movie made yes, me tear it, up he pretty much has this kid helps him get to a place so he can live in peace and yeah die well, you know radio flyer though it's elijah wood and it helps his little brother get away in the radio flyer. They make a plane on yes. the radio flyer. Yes. And uh, to escape the abusive stepfather. <laughs> I, I think that movie made me tear up. The, the, one of the craziest ones is uh, has to be uh, Untamed Heart. Are you familiar? No, I'm not. Christian Slater, Marissa Tomei, 
Um, the whole deal is uh, Christian Slater was uh, an orphan. He was raised in an orphanage, and he had a bad heart. And uh, the nuns told him that the reason why he had a baboon heart is like, well, they told me he had a baboon heart, and that's why he had problems with his heart. And like initially, like when he was born or whatever, they had told him that uh, <laughs> um, his heart was bad to begin with and that a baboon gave him his heart. And he literally thought as an adult that he had a baboon heart, <laughs> but he had a bad heart. And he thought, and like, uh, you know, he was quiet. He never said any words. He worked at this diner, and that's where he meets Marissa Tomei. She's a waitress, and he's like the dishwasher. Like, she she doesn't ever, like, talk to him and stuff, because he never talks to anyone. And uh, one night, uh, they would both walk home, and she gets, this guy tries to rape her. One of the customers at the diner, who she didn't want anything to do with, and then he follows her and tries to rape her, but Christian Slater would like apparently follow her every night and just stay away just to make sure she was safe when she went home and he stops the rape and everything. And then of course they end up becoming lovers and everything. And like in the end, uh, I believe, I think he dies in the end, but like that movie would always make me cry, (laughs) but it's so, it's so unrealistic, like unrealistic but i would i guess i wouldn't be surprised if somebody was like raised in an orphanage and didn't really know jack shit about the real world you know and really thought they had a baboon heart the thing was too like he wouldn't go through with this heart surgery because he thought that if he lost his heart then he wouldn't love her anymore or he wouldn't feel the same way as a kid as an adult oh okay it's like he's with Marissa Tomei, you know. They're in, you know. It's it's a romantic. It's not a com- I almost said a romantic comedy, but it's not a comedy. It's a romantic flick, and uh, but they're like near the end. He's having all these heart problems and stuff, and uh, but he's afraid of losing if they replace his heart that he's not gonna feel the same way for because it's not you know his heart. <laughs> yeah, it's if you really like look at the. Like the the story behind it, it's just so fucking corny. But it's like it would uh, make me tear up. I also cried in the Notebook. I'm, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> to uh, anyone that is listening to this, I would recommend watching Robo Geisha. Robo Geisha, yes. yeah, that is a classic movie. There's a, it's a Japanese film where uh, um, there's women shooting uh, ninja stars out of their tits. <laughs> Is that um, it was nin- or no? The ninja stars were coming out of their ass. What did they shoot out of the tits? I forgot. It was. It's a bit of an odd thing. It's. Uh, they it's had swords coming out of the ass stuff. too at one point. In time. Yeah, there was. But there they was. Had a battle. They had something shooting out of their tits though. I don't recall what it was. There was giant dildos. They should- in the shape of a nose. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And they just. It was like an Asian orgasmo almost. <laughs> But even uh, crazier with that was on stuff. Netflix a year and a half it's, ago. It's a, it, it's probably still on Netflix. I can't imagine they'd lose the rights to that one. No, <sighs> that was a crazy film. You are the one that showed me that. Is uh, the uh, Philippines have a superhero called Darna that is Darna the equivalent to Wonder Woman? Yeah, what yes. does she use? Uh, she has some kind of lasso. Um. No, but she has a very skanky outfit like Wonder Woman okay. does. So what are her powers? Um, 
kind of like Wonder Woman, just strong. She can strong jump up in trees and save little Filipino <laughs> kids. <laughs> no lasso of truth, though. <laughs> no, does she have an invisible ship? Uh, no. So she's not really that she much like Wonder Woman. She is actually a very. I I I don't know. I I learned this from a girl that she's I've a female equivalent equivalent to Superman. Or uh, no, to Wonder Woman. Well, she but she's like really strong, and but she doesn't have an invisible ship or lasso. Or no, no lasso, no invisible ship, no like laser beam eyes. But she can. Okay, leap. she's just got super strength. Can she fly? She can leap. She can leap. I think. Well, that's kind of lame. <laughs> I, I only seen a couple bits. Step of it. it up, Filipinos! Come on, where's your real hardcore superheroes? <laughs> hey, they well, like I don't know. It. Maybe they have some better ones. <laughs> Well, maybe they're more of the school, the Batman school, where it's got to be more of regular people and more realistic. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure they probably have more comics than that as well, but uh, this one's apparently, is this one uh, really big? Uh, yes, it's about the biggest superhero that they have. Yeah. There. Now, I'm, I'm assuming it's like the I'm comics guessing. here. Have you seen pictures? Have you Googled? Yes, yes. They're, uh, just type in the Darna. Perfect, the perfect female form uh she the, uh, is uh, quite attractive Philippine quite attractive woman something you would put in your spank bank exactly spank bank all the way spank bank material i've oh man there's been so many superhero character characters to get back on that that are in my spank bank or at least were i don't jerk off it's do you multiple spank bank well like at the same time and and and, and masturbating like in one time I'm masturbating yeah, thinking there multiple are, do you just things. Think of That's one a little girl. too difficult for me. I try what? to make it I've tried that, but oh, then it's man. like I got I've done that, but it, it's I try to keep it to one girl. And it's like I'm here. kinda cheating on them try at the same this. time. It's strange. Try this. Take a little break. It's cool if I'm watching a video where there's like, you know, fucking three girls. I'm, I'm cool just with like, that. You That's know, a lot easier. Get into it first and then just take a little break. Kinda like you just got done. And then you go to the night. Jerking off does take me a long time, and the big part of it is finding the right thing to jerk off to, and I'll jerk off a little of this, a little of that. I'll, I'll end up with one. Yeah, yeah. You finish with one. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to finish, and it's always like, I'm going to finish the specific one, but like, yes. you know, let's, just, let's see what's going on here. <laughs> and two, like, if I'm watching actual porn, like, I got to find it. I got to almost skip through the positions and see where, like, the best position well, see, is and where I want to really end it on. Different. Girls would probably do different things that are you would want to do different things. Yeah, with a different girl. That yes, but they're like I have to come at the right. Like I have to find the perfect part to finish it at. Like okay, that's the best position. I almost have to like click through to see what are the position. Do you ever like, just I get like real back. fucking lazy though and just like go blank at the end? Just like come on, do it. <laughs> well, there's been times where you know I'm. For whatever reasons, like especially when I used to have my own apartment, there was I spent a lot more time by myself to where it was like I had nothing else to do. It was just like, fuck it, I might as well masturbate. But it's been like the fourth time, which really you should have, you know, I should have stopped at, at three at least. Well, see, but at the fourth one, it's just like, yeah, it's like a work to like finish. And we're, we're both probably daily masturbators. It just like after a while, it just kind of gets boring to me. And, and I, I just want to. <laughs> for the feeling of it, yeah, and so I sometimes I just don't. It's get like into eating it and, at, at a point. I, it's I just like uh, get into or the fantasized thing about it. At a point, it's just like but that's not all the time. Yeah, it gets to a point where it's just kind of routine. It's just kind of like uh, eating or drinking something. It's just like uh, busting a nut. <laughs> 
It's like, I'm just going to get this done. <laughs> but there's times, like, after, like, when it's been a ridiculous amount of times I've jerked off, and especially if it's in, like, consistency of, like, uh, several times a day for repetitive days, to where it gets difficult to finish. And that's, like, disappointing. You don't want to get to a point where you just say, fuck it. It's like, well, I got to get this nut off. Try working third I've, shift and getting very yeah. bored. I've, I've popped massive boners at work before. Yeah? About fantasizing. <laughs> I try not to working do that. with other people and trying to adjust it. it. It'll, like, go down for a while. And then I, I was like, I got nothing else to do, so I just start thinking about it again. <laughs> that only becomes a problem for me, like, if I've been... Uh, not jerking off for a long time, then it becomes easier for me to get hard ons while like, yeah. I'm at work. But I try my best not to get hard. I don't want to get a hard on at work. That's just, just not cool. See, <laughs> I don't really mind though. I, I, you don't mind? No, not anymore. Because I'll be thinking Roseanne Barr playing baseball, doing the national anthem. Mm, you know that shit does not work for me. Doesn't work for you? No. I'll, or I'll look at a coworker that say I'm really not attracted to, and I'll try to imagine them just naked and. See, at first I, I'd go sneak behind the machine to readjust myself, so I wouldn't. Well, you have got like caught a, uh, before, right? With your hands down your pants, scratching your nuts at I work. Was, no, I readjust myself, but nothing. Well, was well ever said. you were readjusting, but, but you were looking up and I made contact with each other. Yes, and my hand was down my pants at the time, <laughs> and nothing was ever said. Yeah, that had to be uh, somewhat awkward. I'd like to know what she was thinking at the time and just looking over it with you down with your hands down your pants um i heard she was actually a slut so she might have may, been thinking something been, good maybe she's like oh i hope he's thinking of me while he's jerking off probably <laughs> i've that's probably one not. thing i've never well i've had some instances where certain females might have uh gotten me aroused and just like oh fuck this is bad like no no and uh this particular one was married and i knew that was going to be a problem and uh it was the thought where I just I just need to go home and jerk off, but I, I'm not gonna jerk off at home at work. That's just too weird. I I wouldn't be able to do it, even with like uh, the way our bathrooms are set up. It's just like one person bathrooms. Like I can't I can't do that. That's just fucking weird to are jerk. You're talking off about at jerking work. off at work. Yeah, like I couldn't do that. That's just too awkward. I'd probably be more. Probably I've, I've groped myself at work. <laughs> not into it though, but yeah, you know, like like. I was kind of itch myself, and yeah. then it, it was like, "Oh, hey!" It became not an itch. Were you shitting at the time? Much? No. Okay. No. But that's like, uh, I do know I, a guy that has had sex while shitting, though. So he says. Wow. Like, what? What's the scenario where he's shitting? Like shitting in a toilet? It was his birthday. It's his birthday. And he's shitting in the toilet, or is there yes. another place? Okay. He's shitting in the toilet. Actual intercourse or getting receiving head. Intercourse. Wow. And the girl knew he was shitting? Yeah, birthday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you should have seen when she came over to my house and stalking. Oh, uh, I'm guessing, I think I know who this probably was that, uh, we don't need to give names, but I can imagine who this was that did Chew. it. Chew. Chew? Chew. <laughs> the chewer. The chewer? Remember the girl that chewed? Oh, I saw her? Okay. I, I yeah, I think I know you're talking. Yes, yes, I recall. <laughs> <laughs> she had a trench coat and stockings on. Wow, that's 
That's. I don't know how we got in a conversation, but I brought up like having sex on the. How toilet. do you segue a girl into that? Like, even know that they're into that? Because I would be afraid just going, "Hey, how about you fuck me while I'm shitting?" Like that would be a turnoff. Not to not, not to mention names, but you know who I'm talking. About. I know who you're talking about. Yes, this is who we're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> he he once let me uh back when I first knew him. He once let me uh there was a girl annoying him, and he let me talk to her. <laughs> While well, you were while no, he was fucking her, or like, no, you mean? On, on the phone while he he let me kind of just like I, I, I be an ass. Yeah, I, I told her she. Uh, I guess he broke up with her and uh, he, she was trying to call back to get with him. And I got on the phone. And I told her, uh, "Take off your clothes right now." <laughs> Why are you doing this, Joss? I really like you. <laughs> oh, you said his name. <laughs> I just want to have sex with you, though. I was like, Josh, why are you doing this? I, I, I just want to put my penis in you. That's all I want to do with you. But he, So you could hear him? Wait, he's on he the gave phone? me his phone. Yeah? When she called. <laughs> just to fuck with. Oh, okay. Pretty much. Gotcha. But yeah, that's, you know, he doesn't really care. <laughs> yeah. I figured. <laughs> He'd probably be pretty, pretty fun to have on the podcast at some point in time. I don't know if he could be. You think he'd be down for that? He kind of annoys me now, though. Oh, that. Well, hopefully he doesn't hear this. (laughs) But, uh. Probably not. Probably not. Um, we've been over an hour now. We can quit at any point in time. I'm getting pretty fucking hungry. Yeah. If you wanna. I think, uh. Well, uh. I don't really have anything to, to plug. You want to plug anything? Maybe it's, uh, make somebody queef? I don't know. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, hopefully what we do go to a Comic-Con at some point. There is the St. Louis one that happens in March. I want to say around March 25th. The Chicago one, which would be a little bit harder for us to go to, is happening uh, August 8th through 11th, from what I, I've looked up. And Lou Ferrigno, like he's going to be at both of them. The uh, one in Chicago... Uh, there's a couple of people from uh, Walking Dead, which big fan. It's actually returning tomorrow when I uh, put this podcast up. It'll actually probably be on, and I'm excited to see that. You watch The Walking Dead as well, do you not? Yes, I do. It's a good show. Excellent show. Ben's not a fan. I mean, Shelley Long, not a fan. What? He's not a fan. You gotta be sh- what? Nope. He's just not a fan. Some, you know. Did he explain Tweets their own? Ah, uh, you know. Oh, you know, he, he can talk for himself. Uh. Okay. He's not a fan. I'm a big fan, though. I like the. Uh... But uh, yeah, they have uh, Norman Reedus, who is also in Boondock Saints. He plays Daryl. Uh, he's going to be at the Chicago one. I believe Michael Rooker, who plays Merle, I think he might be at the Chicago one, too. But I don't think either one of them are in the St. Louis one. However, uh, there's the blonde from Walking Dead. I forget her character's name, and I don't know her. Uh, n- the her one that name. had the really the sex scene in the car. Yes, yes, her, and she also was walking around with Michonne, the uh, girl with the sword. Yeah. It's uh, Adriana or something or something. Fuck, I don't know. I don't remember her name. No, I don't think that's it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I think we're uh, done. Uh, if you uh, want to email the show for whatever reason, the email is slapboxpodcast at gmail dot com. 
And uh, we do also have links up on our Facebook page at the very top right. There's a Facebook logo. You click on that icon, it goes straight to the Facebook page. And there's an RSS feed button now up there. So if you want to subscribe via RSS feed. And, of course, on iTunes, uh, thanks for uh, being on the podcast with me today, Ian. And thanks for Todd for accepting the phone call. And uh, (laughs) as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.